الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يوم لا ينفع مال ولا بنون إلا من أتى الله بقلب سليم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم When an item in this world becomes rare its value increases. When anything in this world becomes rare, the value of that becomes higher. And we see this principle in many things. You can take, for instance, gold. In fact, the price of gold is dependent on how much gold is available. So the rarer gold becomes, the more the value of gold is. A car that, for instance, you know, like a 1967 Mustang, for instance, the more rare it becomes, the the higher the value of that car becomes. So there's many things. A watch, for instance, the rarer that that particular you know, company or that particular watch is, the higher that the value of that particular item is. Now for a person whose goal in life is to succeed in deen, and to draw closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the gatherings where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is remembered is valuable. And in fact, there's perhaps nothing more valuable than gatherings in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is remembered. And the reality of the matter is that gatherings in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is remembered is becoming rarer and rarer. They're few and far in between. There's just a handful of places in this country, for that matter, even in the world, where there are people that collect for the sake of remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So for people that are striving in deen, that are dependent upon gatherings where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is remembered for their forgiveness, for their own salvation, for their uh, progression, and in their for their relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, these gatherings are extremely valuable. And when they become rare, they're even more valuable. They're even more valuable. There's nothing that can be replaced, that, that can serve as a replacement for these sorts of things. Now the reality of gatherings in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is remembered is that by default they are valuable gatherings. So even if it wasn't a rare even if it wasn't rare in today's age to see people who are striving, you know, for the sunnah and striving to mimic the Prophet and collecting to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if those uh, even if these gatherings weren't rare, the mere fact that it's a gathering where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is remembered, it's very special. It's very special. We've heard the hadith countless times that people that gather for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the angels, when they scan the earth for these sorts of gatherings, they become so excited. So excited that they themselves climb on top of one another until they reach the heavens and they want to tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala themselves that such and such group of people are here. They're remembering you. They're thinking about you. They're doing dhikr of you. They're spending time in the company of people that love you. The angels themselves want to tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala about these gatherings. How many other gatherings are going on in the city of Chicago right now? Or in this country? Or in the world? 
how many other gatherings are going on right now? But of those gatherings, right, there's sporting events, there's parties, there's, uh, you know, uh, people collecting at stores, etc. But how many gatherings are there where Allah Ta'ala is being remembered? So the angels then scan the earth looking for these sorts of gatherings, and they want to tell Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala about this gathering. And it's so special in their eyes and in the eyes of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says through hadith we know that anyone that attends that gathering is forgiven. All their past sins are forgiven. Purely because they had participated in a gathering in which Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is remembered, number one. The second is that gatherings where Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala are remembered are, are often places where the lover, lovers of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala also collect where the lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also collect. And through the company of those people and those individuals, then our nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also grows. Our proximity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also increases. Right? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Even better than solitude. And solitude has its benefit. Right? A person can sit in dhikr or sit on their own, protected from the fitness of this world. It has its benefit. But even better than being alone and in solitude is what? The gatherings of righteousness. Right? The gatherings of righteous people. So on top of us being a gathering for the sake of Allah, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgiving every single person in this gathering, because the angels tell him about this gathering. On top of that, this is a gathering where people that love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are collected, and that love then permeates from their hearts into our hearts as well. So by default, these gatherings are valuable. But when they become rare, when they become few and far in between, where you have to actually look and search for these gatherings, then you can imagine how their value must be. You can imagine how valuable they must be in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you can imagine, because their value is so high, the potential for us to be able to take something back from these gatherings. So that it creates within us a permanent change. It creates within us a permanent change. If there were many gatherings, and this, if there were many gatherings that has that potential, but if there's one gathering that Allah Ta'ala, for instance, has his eyes on, or one gathering where the angels are, are particularly focused on, you can imagine how much a person should be able to take back with them. So these gatherings, where we are remembering Allah, and we're learning about the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and we're learning about our pious predecessors that came before us and built this deen and this foundation for us, these are such a blessing. We, and we've heard this, but it really hasn't sunk in. These are such a blessing. Now, I want you to think about how you got here. Right? I'm just listing off the, the, the names that, uh, that uh, Hafiz Azam is reading off of people that want to meet. They're people from all over the world. All over the world. Different countries, different states. Everyone's come you know, by different means. Some people have come by plane. Some people have come you know, by train. Some by buses. Some by car. Some probably live you know, very close by and are walking here. Everyone's coming here by different modes of transportation. I want you to think. And then think about what, what reason you have to come here. Why did you come here? Was it something within your own heart that maybe you felt an inclination because you had heard a talk or something of that sort and you wanted to come here? For some people it was that. For some people, it was a friend that said, you know what, just go to this retreat. You have to go to this retreat. It'll change your life. Or this retreat, you're going to be in the company of such great people. You have to go. Or this retreat, we have a scholar who's teaching us you know, such a, such a, a deep topic that will, will benefit us for the rest of our lives. You have to go. For some people, it was our family. Our family encouraged us to attend. Maybe it was our wife. Maybe it was our, our child. Someone said, you have to go to this gathering. Whatever it might be, everyone has their own story. They all got here in a different way. We all got here in a different way. 
Some of us, it was an experience from a prior retreat. We had attended a retreat two years ago, three years ago, or ten years ago, you know, eight years ago. We came to the first retreat, and we remembered, and we've been coming every single year since. But for every single one of us, we have our own story. We have our own way of getting here, and we have our own motivation to get here. But the reality is that those are all just methods of transportation, of getting us here. And those are all means of how we are here. The reality is that we can throw all of that out the door. The reason that you and I are here today sitting in this place in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the company of one another, in the company of ulama, in the company of mashayikh, and in the company of people that love Allah, the reason that you and I are here right now is because Allah ta'ala wanted you and I to be here right now. How many people are there in the world that didn't get the opportunity to be here? It's purely because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had a list that He wanted this group of servants to collect here at this time, on this day, and remember Him. What did you and I do to deserve this? I mean, how many gatherings have we been to in the past that we've neglected, that we attended, we felt a spiritual high, and then we left, and, and then we were right back to where we begun? We deserve to never be allowed back in these sorts of gatherings. Yet purely out of Allah ta'ala's mercy and Allah ta'ala's love for every single one of us, he wanted each one of us to be here. We can use the excuse of our friend that encouraged us to come here. We can use the excuse of our wife that said that you should attend this program. We can use the excuse of the deal that we got on the flight and it happened to be something that we could afford. These are all just excuses. We can use the excuse of my experience from a prior retreat. These are all just excuses. The reality is Allah Ta'ala, out of everyone, handpicked every single one of us and wanted us to be here and benefit. And Allah Ta'ala wanted us to be here so He could forgive all of us. It wasn't anything that we deserved. It wasn't even perhaps a dua that we made. It was not, it's just purely Allah Ta'ala's mercy. Allah Ta'ala's mercy. I don't deserve to be here. I don't deserve to be here. And many of us might feel the same way. Why is it Allah Ta'ala giving us another chance, another retreat, another gathering in which He's able to be remembered, in which He's able to forgive us, and nothing that we did brought us here. Allah Ta'ala picked us and brought us here. That's the reality of the matter. Allah Ta'ala handpicked every single one of us and brought us here. There are people that had wanted to come, they had made the intention to come, yet they were unable to make it. Right? For some reason or another, the flight got cancelled, the train didn't make it, whatever it might be. And there are those of us that intended Inshallah, they'll still get the reward. And then there are those of us that had no intention of coming. And I know this because people have brought this up with me. There are people that until yesterday didn't even know that they were going to be here. They had no intention of coming, but Allah Ta'ala had wanted them to come here and sit in the company of the righteous and sit in the company of the angels and have all of their prior sins forgiven and give them exposure to those people that love Allah and give them exposure to the company of those that are striving for the sake of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala brought them here and if the entire world decided to try to stop that person from coming here, it, they wouldn't be able to stop them. And if the entire world tried to bring someone here that wasn't able to come, for whatever reason, a plane, a train, a car, their parents, whatever it might be, if the entire world got together and tried to bring that person here, there's no way that that would have happened. It's purely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's will. That's the reality of these sorts of gatherings. That's the reality of these sorts of gatherings. These are by invitation only. We advertise this retreat as one being that's, as one that's open for anyone and everyone. Announcements are constantly being made that this is open, bring whomever you'd like. But in reality, the invitation is coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself. Now I want us to reflect upon what we did to deserve to be here. 
What did you and I do that brought us here, that put us on that list for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring us here? What did you and I do? Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought us here. It must mean that He wants something good for us. It must mean that He wants something that's khair for us. It must mean that He wants us to be people that draw closer and closer to Him. Why else would Allah Ta'ala bring us to such a special gathering? It must mean that He wants to give us a first chance, or for some of us a second chance, or some of us a tenth chance to finally make that commitment to Him. That we will then serve and, or strive for His deen. Now, as with anything in deen, opportunities are evidence for us, but they can also be against us. The Prophet ﷺ said, for instance, in a hadith, Al-Qur'an hujjatun laka aw alayka. Something that's inherently, we would think, good, the Qur'an, right? Revealed through the Prophet ﷺ as wahi, something that's the direct word of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You would think that it would only and entirely, completely, wholly be associated with only good, and it is. But the Prophet says about the Qur'an, hujjatun laka, it can be an evidence or a proof for you, aw alayka, or an evidence against you. So with anything in life, or any opportunity, or anything that's good, there's a possibility that it'll be a harm for you. Because on the Day of Judgment, if a person who was given the Qur'an, and given the opportunity to interact with the Qur'an, on the Day of Judgment stands before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and has no interaction with the Qur'an, then that Qur'an then becomes a proof against them. And that becomes a detriment for them. So gatherings are the same way. Now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought you and I here. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of His mercy put us on this list of people that would once again or for the first time or for the second time be able to collect for His sake. But this gathering, although we think that it won't be recollected once again, we'll be reminded of it. We'll be reminded of it. It'll come up again. Now, in general with things in life, we think that once they occur, that's the end of that. We think that once the sacred learning retreat, you know, May of 2015, once it happens, Monday comes around, this retreat's done, and that's the end of that. But the reality is that this is going to be brought up again before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the day of judgment, we're all going to stand before Allah. Every single one of us, not a single one of us will be excused from this. Every single one of us is going to stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every single one of us is going to stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we'll be by ourselves. Right? There'll be no one there to help us. We won't even, our, our mothers won't recognize us. Our friends won't recognize us. Our siblings won't recognize us. Our, 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 our closest companions won't recognize us on that. It will be alone before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bring up this gathering. And when we, when, and if we tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He asks us, what was it? What was your excuse that you did not, uh, that you did not work toward becoming close to me? What was your excuse that you did not work toward earning your home in paradise? What was your excuse that you did not work to becoming a follower and lover of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? And if we tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or if we bring up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we were never given that opportunity, then this weekend will come up. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, I brought you to this gathering. You thought you went on your own. I brought you to that gathering. May 8th or May 10th, 2015. I brought you to that gathering. I introduced you to a scholar who was teaching us about the Prophet and the Sahaba that came after. I put you in the company of righteous people. I gave you exposure to those people that love Allah that love me. I gave you exposure to those people that love the Messenger I gave you that opportunity. I showed you what the reality of this deen was about and I gave you opportunity from that weekend to get yourself plugged in. 
to get yourself finally connected to me. You had that opportunity. Two days in the company, in my house, right? in my house, in the company of people that I love. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given that opportunity to us. And He'll ask us about it on the Day of Judgment. So whenever these sorts of gatherings, uh, Allah Ta'ala invites us to these sorts of gatherings, we have to latch on to these. And we have to think that this is an opportunity for us. And if we don't use it to make it that next step to progressing toward Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, then Allah Ta'ala will ask us about it on the Day of Judgment. We can't think that this is the end of this retreat. Tomorrow morning when the, when, when the program comes to a close, it doesn't mean that it's done. Allah Ta'ala is going to ask us again about it. I gave you exposure to those, those, these people. I showed you the reality of this deen. I showed you the reality of the sunnah. I showed you the reality of praying salat in the masjid. You tasted all of this. I even t- gave you the reality of praying fajr in the masjid uh, in jama'ah. I gave you this re- the reality of being able to listen to the adhan five times a day. I gave you the reality of being able to mimic the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam. Don't think that you didn't have this opportunity. And if we don't seize this opportunity, we'll be people that fail. We'll be people that fail. We'll be people that fail. But if we recognize the benefit of this sort of a gathering, if we recognize the benefit of this sort of a gathering, then on the Day of Judgment, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is running through our, our history of things that we did, we can say that, Ya Allah, you invited me to that program, and on that day, on that, at that night, I repented to you, and I firmly committed to connect with you. And Ya Allah, since that day my life had changed and I became someone who was working toward becoming close to you. Ya Allah, here I am today with something to present. Now Allah Ta'ala invites people to gatherings and there are people that take advantage and people that don't take advantage. There are people that plug themselves in such that on the day of judgment they're able to tell Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala that this gathering you brought me to, I took full advantage of it. I took full advantage of it. I made my, I did, I did a sincere tawbah to you. I firmly committed to my teachers once more. I firmly committed to you, Ya Allah, and that becomes a source of benefit and potentially a source of jannah for us on the Day of Judgment. And there are people that Allah Ta'ala invites to this gathering, and they think and they ruminate, should I, should I become closer to Allah? Should I work on rectifying myself? Should I work on purifying my heart? Should I do this or should I just wait? Should I take the next step or should I just wait? And they decide to wait. They don't decide to connect themselves, they decide to wait. They decide to wait. The, the game of shaitan, they decide to wait. And then that opportunity never comes again. And their entire life goes by, 30, 40, 50 years, and Allah Ta'ala takes away their life, and they come and stand before Allah Ta'ala. And, and they tell Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, Oh, you gave me that opportunity, but I didn't really take advantage of it. I'm sorry. That'll be the day of, that'll be the day of regret. So for those of us that have come here, seeking nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's just a handful of things that, or just three points that I'd like to make and we'll wrap up inshallah. The first thing that we should keep in mind when we're here is our attitude. Is our attitude. It might be that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has invited us here for seven more retreats than the person that's sitting next to us. It might be that some of us have been students in the path of, 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 of tazkiyah or suduk for the you know for longer than the person next to us. But our attitude should be that we are the most needy we are the most needy person here. That there is no one more in need of the mercy of Allah and the attention of our teachers than myself. And there is no one more despicable than me. If we have that attitude and we aim to internalize that attitude, then we'll be able to draw the barakah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We really have to feel Within our hearts that we, I don't deserve to be here. 
I don't, he, he deserves to be here, he deserves to be here, he deserves to be here, everyone else deserves to be here. I don't deserve to be here. How many sins did I commit from the last retreat until now? How many sins did I commit from yesterday until now? Right? How many? And each one of those was worthy of me, of Allah Ta'ala taking my name off the list. Allah Ta'ala, you brought me here. You brought me here. I was completely heedless of you the last six months. I, had, I didn't deserve to come to a gathering that was so special. Yet you brought me here. Ya Allah, I am the worst person here. And Ya Allah, I am the most needy person here. And if a person comes in with that attitude, then inshallah they'll be able to take something back. Don't look at who's around. Don't look at who's new. Don't look at who's old. Don't look at what the person next to you is doing. Look at yourself. Look at yourself and say, Oh Allah, you brought me here. You, you must, I must be the most needy person here. I didn't deserve to come here, yet you still brought me here. That must mean that I am the most needy. The second thing we should do is we should thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for bringing us here, for putting us on this list. We might take it for granted that we are here. We might take it for granted. Like I said, it might be that we had attended one in the past. It might be that this is a habit for us. It might be that someone encouraged us and it was a friend that in reality was a motivating factor that brought us here. But thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because like I said, even if the entire world tried to bring a person here and Allah ta'ala didn't have that person on the list, that person wouldn't be here. Thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us to be here. We are so indebted to Allah for allowing us to be in this sort of a gathering, the likes of which you could search at this you know, minute across the country and you would, you would, you would you know, be uh, pressed to find something like this. Pressed to find a gathering where a group of people, inshallah, will be forgiven. So thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because when a person thanks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in shakartum, Allah ta'ala increases that person and gives them more. If we want that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue, continuously bring us to these sorts of places, right? if we haven't been to them before, or if we have been to these sorts of gatherings before, if we want that Allah ta'ala not finally just cut that, cut that, that rope that's holding us to these gatherings or holding us to our teachers, if we want that Allah ta'ala keep us connected to these sorts of places so that we don't fall off the path and end up somewhere in left field when we'll stand with regret before Allah, then thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us to be here. If we thank Allah, Allah Ta'ala will continue to bring us back. And if we think that we are here on our own, or because of our own accord, or because of our own efforts, and we don't thank Allah Ta'ala and Allah alone for bringing us here, then there could come a day where Allah Ta'ala cuts us off and we're no longer here. There are people that used to attend these sorts of gatherings years ago and they aren't here. There are people that are attending this gathering today, inshallah, the hope is that everybody continues to come back. So if we thank Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, we can hope that that rope remains connected. And the final point to remember is that we should connect or reconnect ourselves today. Connect or in, or in some cases reconnect ourselves today. These opportunities are very few. And it might be that this will be the last opportunity Allah Ta'ala is giving some of us. It might be the last chance that Allah Ta'ala is giving us to become closer to Him, become a servant, a true servant of His, become a true lover of His, become a true follower of His beloved Messenger It might be that this is it. And Allah Ta'ala tells, Allah Ta'ala intends that this is the last gathering, that if they don't take advantage of it, then that's the end of it. So we should be people who connect ourselves today. We shouldn't think that there's a possibility that there's a tomorrow. Meaning that we should be people to do tawbah today. Repent to Allah today and connect with Him today, not tomorrow, not the day after tomorrow, because we don't know what's going to happen. 
What if something attracts us tomorrow when we leave the masjid? And that takes us away and that means, becomes the means by which we leave. Right? Which we leave you know, these sorts of gatherings altogether. So if we connect ourselves with teachers, people of taqwa, people of piety, one another, then inshallah the hope is that we'll be able to keep ourselves down. Right? The, the times that we're living in, right? the wind is just blowing in so many different directions. And the reality is that the way our iman is today, it's, 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 it's very weak. Right? And so if you think that if there's a balloon that's untied, its string is untied, then it can easily float away and it'll disappear. But if you take that, the, the string of that, that balloon and you tie it down to something, then it doesn't matter what kind of weather comes, what kind of wind sways it, what kind of rain comes down, that thing will, continue, will be tied down. It might wander away a few feet in this direction or wander a few feet away in that direction. But that anchor that's holding it down will always bring it back to where, will always bring it back and keep it in place. Our anchors are our teachers. Our anchors are our mashayikh. Are those people that love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we don't plug ourselves in with these people, when Allah ta'ala is bringing them to us, or bringing us to them, if we don't plug ourselves into these people today, then we should realize that there may not be a tomorrow. Those of us that haven't been connected, we have to connect ourselves. And those of us that have connected, it's time to refer, reaffirm our commitment to Allah ta'ala. To, to bring, with, uh, bring forth to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that enough is enough. I don't need to wait until the 2016 retreat for me to become closer to you. I don't need to wait until the 2015 Ramadan for me to begin to, to, to commit to you and tie myself down so that I don't just disappear off the face uh, of this deen. Today is the day. Today is the day. Not tomorrow. We should eliminate this thought that there's a possibility of tomorrow. We should think that today is the day that we tie ourselves down. And if we do, if we tie ourselves down, if we think in our hearts that we are the most needy people here, and if we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for bringing us here, then the possibility that on the Day of Judgment, this gathering will be a source of assistance for us. It'll be an evidence for us are much higher. But if we are people who neglect this opportunity, think that we're here on our own, and don't give it the value and, and, and put it in its place, and don't appreciate Allah Ta'ala bringing us here. And don't appreciate the ulama and the scholars and the mashayikh that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala has, has put in our company. Then on the Day of Judgment, when this gathering is recollected once more, the 2015 retreat, then perchance perhaps it'll be a proof against us. May Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to recognize the importance of gatherings in which He is remembered. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala draw us closer to him and make us true and deep lovers of him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a tawfiq to thank him from now until the day we pass away. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah rabbil alamin.